Hey everybody, welcome to Culture Hustlers. I'm your host, Lucas Fivey. I'm a BFA, MBA hybrid, uh, and I'm also the founder of Culture Hustlers. And you may know me as the gentleman who's been driving these vintage camper trailers. Here's the keys. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I love bloopers. Uh, my keys, yes, the keys that just knocked the phone off the stand. I love keys because they are great podcast sound. So this is like, yeah, that's great ASMR. Anyway, uh, welcome to Culture Hustlers. I'm your host, Lucas Spivey. I'm a BFA, MBA hybrid. I am the founder of Culture Hustlers, and I've been driving those vintage camper trailers all over the U.S., and I've been interviewing thousands of artists, designers, performers, writers, makers, and other entrepreneurs on how they hustle out a living by selling culture. And today I'm going to be interviewing a very special person, Mike Grimaldi, a.k.a. Grimdrops, on the topic of vision and values. What is vision and values? Mike's going to get into that, and we're going to talk about the outcome of really getting into vision and values. What you want is a statement that you can give the world about your dream and what matters to you as a creative person. If you are interested in that topic, we have tons of resources at culturehustlers.com. We have lesson plans, we have coaching, we have huddles, we have events, we have handbooks, and all sorts of stuff. Uh, let me introduce my guest today, Mike Grimaldi. Mike is someone who I have known for many years, um, and he and I used to be neighbors uh, over in the North Shore of Boston, uh, which is where Mike is joining us right now in Salem, Massachusetts. How are you doing, Mike? I'm doing well, Lucas. Thanks so much for having me today. Uh, Mike, I'm really excited to have you here. I, I've been, I was your coach for a year, um, and it became very clear to me very quickly <laughs> that you are a super passionate, uh, ambitious person. And I've always wanted to have like a, a really in-depth conversation about vision with you. But before we jump into that, can you give folks an introduction, who you are and what you do? Yeah. Um, my name's Mike Grimaldi. I go by Grimdrops on the, uh, I don't know, in the creative and the arts world, I guess. Um, I went to Montserrat College of Art in Massachusetts here in Beverly, right next door to where I live now in Salem. Um, I studied illustration. I took one mandatory graphic design class, one mandatory um, painting class. And what I do now uh, is branding, graphic design, and, um, and I paint murals. Big freaking paintings. It's, I hated it's, painting. I hated graphic design when I was in school. That's what I love. That's what I do. So. That's interesting. I, you know, before we jump into vision and values, why did that shift for you, something that you hated to something that you do now? How did that um, happen? I think it's because I had more of a, a preconception about what it was supposed to be, I guess. I was actually talking to a friend uh, like a week ago about the same thing. She's an incredible painter. She does also murals. Similar style to mine, very bold, clean, graphic sort of work. Um, but when I took like a oil painting class, for example, like that's not how it, my work is very flat. Like that, just visually that's no blending. what I like for my work. No blending. I appreciate that in other people's work. That's not what I like to do. That's not how I want my work to look. Um, so that's what the class was about, you know, shading, color, yeah. blending. And so I just was so frustrated and just... I figured that's how, I figured at the time to me, that's what painting was. That's it. Mm. And so I fucking, I hate painting. <laughs> I guess. I, I, I think it's a good thing to talk about because connecting this to vision is like, vision is the, like, 
what you really want to do with your life. It's not how you get there. And like when you had this vision of being an artist, you know, you try illustration, you try graphic design, you try painting, you try murals. You don't actually know what your avenue to being an artist is. And I appreciate that you say this because, you know, in coaching, a lot of folks are like, I want to be this and I have to do it this way. Right. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. That's like yeah. a lot of demands. Um, so what I like is that you set this, this ambitious goal of being an artist and you're actually open-minded about how you ended up there. Yeah, um, absolutely. How has your vision changed? Like, what, actually, what was your vision when you were in college? What, what was it like you foresaw yourself being? I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I just knew like forever that this is, and, and I didn't know in what form it was going to happen, but I knew that this is what I was supposed to do. What I wanted to do was be an artist, you know, where, how that would come to fruition and what reality, you know, type of reality that would be for me. I, I didn't know, um, you know, and honestly, up until a few years ago, I never even really thought about painting a mural. That's not something that was discussed in college, you know, just not, not too, too, too long ago. Um, you know, murals just really blew up again, yeah. you know, not too long ago. So that wasn't even something kind of like in the, in the ether, really. Um, so now it's everywhere. Um, and I did my first one a few years ago and just, you know, out of the blue, I just tried it out, loved it. And, you know, that's one of my main focuses now. So you, what, what yeah, is, you really don't know. You know, uh, yeah. Well, it's funny because, like, I think we first met about a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. uh, we started, like, video chatting. And it's funny how, like, vision kind of becomes clearer over time, mm -hmm. you know? Like, yeah. the answer to the question, what's your dream, kind of changes every year because yeah. it gets a little yeah. bit more crystallized. Mm -hmm. um, you know, how would you, what is a dream? I guess we could talk about what your dream is, but like, what the hell is a dream? Oh, well, hopefully that it's something that you'd like to achieve. I yeah. Think. <laughs> I think more like I would equate it with a goal, really. Yeah. Well, like a, a kind of a big um, emotional a goal. A goal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I was... I was listening to a conversation yesterday and they're talking about how like someone had it written down as a goal, like scale, like grow. And they were saying like, that's the shittiest goal you could possibly write down is scale or grow because you're like, well, to what end, what right. do I it's accomplish so by growing general. or scaling? Yeah. It's so yeah. general. Yeah. And then I looked at my, my whiteboard and, and the word scale was on it. And I was like, uh -huh. <laughs> ah, that's right. Swept it off. I was like, no, I don't want to scale. Ugh. No. <laughs> I, I, I want, I, what is my dream? Um, yes. Tell us, uh, tell us what your dream is. My dream is to um, com combine traveling and, and creating art. So I love doing these murals. That was actually, you know, going through the course, the culture wrestlers course with you that yeah that's that's the biggest the ultimate dream is to just be able to i want to do all 50 states in the u.s and each country in the world and i want to do either a live piece a live uh piece of art live painting for example live drawing or a mural um so e either of those work for me will uh count towards my goal towards my dream um, but yeah, that's it. I want to travel and, and create my art.
I like that. Expensive. I like that you're, I like that it's not just about making art, but also about like a personal fulfillment kind of thing. And that will also affect the art also, which is great. That's going to affect myself, you know, my outlook on the world, what I've experienced in my life. Um, yeah, so it'll affect my art. So I think all around it's, it's good. So, and I, what I like about it is it's, uh, it's audacious, right? It I mean, I, 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 I vibe with you on that because my personal goal is to go to every country. Like I want to have a conversation in every country, which I may not be able to accomplish, certainly not this year, but even in my life, I, I, there's certain parts of the world that I might not be allowed to go, you know? Right. Um, it might be out of my hands, not just financially, but like politically. Oh, uh, yeah, for sure. But I, I, I think it's okay to set a dream that is probably unachievable. I think right. that's okay. Yeah. So that would be actually, I, I just realized, so that would be my loft, my loftiest dream. <laughs> the one that I actually wrote down in our, uh, in the workbook, we went, went through the, this portion of the, uh, of culture hustlers was that it was going to be all 50 states and each continent, which is still, it's a dream, but it's more uh, attainable um, than every state in every country. Though I wonder how many walls there are in Antarctica. There's got to be like uh, a very limited amount of I, surface area. <laughs> I would imagine so. Yeah. But you could do live painting in Antarctica. I would be down for that. I would, that I would, would watch. be cool. Right. That would be, oh, that would be awesome. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, so that's vision, which is like what you want. There's a counterbalance to it, which is, you know, there's your dream. You know, that's, that's where you want to get to. But are you willing to do anything to get there is like kind of a follow-up question. And the reason that we talk about them together is because when people set a goal, usually they immediately cut in with like, I can't make it, I can't do it. And so I think that you have to have like this lofty dream kind of thing, but you also have like, have like a touch, not of reality, but of like a counterbalance to it, which is mm -hmm. what we call vision and values. Right? right. So it's like, here's your vision. Here's what you want right. to do, but here's the values that you're going to hold on the way there. Like, I don't want to give up being a parent yeah. or, you know, I refuse yeah. to work with this material or this is what selling out would be for me. So yes, I want to achieve my dream, but, not not in these specific ways mm -hmm. so when you you have this vision of you know doing murals and live art all over the world what are things that you're unwilling to do what are things that you would just say no to well i mean i definitely i only want to do work that promotes positivity inclusion i won't do anything hate you know hatred yeah. towards any groups anything like that I guess that's that's the biggest thing. As long as it's you know a positive message, I, I'm all for it. Um, I don't know. I mean, selling. I mean, I don't know. This the term the sellout whole sellout thing. I mean, I guess if it's if it's promoting something that I honestly am not comfortable with, I, I wouldn't do that. Other than that, I mean, the, you know, the whole term sellout. You, you're making a living as a creative. Does that mean you're selling out? You get no. paid to. Like, no, I'm, in fact, we I'm need a whole lot proud, more of that. Yeah, I'm proud. <laughs> proud, of, proud of making money with my. I, I think. I think here's a question. I think it comes back to what you said earlier about college. It's like you wanted to be an artist, mm. and you know, what types of art do you not consider? You know, I yeah. I say this because I ended up being an author. I never set out to be an author, 
I was like, what I want to do is I want to like have a conversation with every creative person I can. And in order to do that, I had to become an author. It was just part of, it was what was required of me, but Mm. I I hadn't, thank God I didn't set down that rule when I started like, Oh, but you can't be an author. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like these art forms are off limits to you. I I never said that to myself and I'm really grateful. I didn't. Right. Um, what, what advice would you give to someone who is trying to write a vision statement? A vision. Well, I, I think going back to, um, the person you were talking about, who just said to scale, you know, that's so wide open. It's so general. You got to have some specificity in there. I think, um, I don't think you want to do, well, you can have like an ultimate, an ultimate dream, of course, but you can also have attainable, sort of attainable go- goals or dreams yeah. or different steps along the way because you do. It is important that you're, you are accomplishing things on, or noticing and appreciating the things that you're accomplishing on your way towards your, towards your dream. That's that's tricky, right? Like the vision is kind of this unlimited thing. Like it's super right. audacious. You're like, yes. I might not ever achieve it. I can kind of measure myself towards it a little bit, but right. it's really more like this is the life that I want to live. Mm-hmm. And then the goals, you know, a smart goal is like, you know, S-M-A-R-T, right? And, and measurable is the M, right? It needs to be yeah, yeah. measurable to be a goal. You know, mm-hmm. if, have, did you... Is it possible to achieve it? Yes, if you right. get, get this metric accomplished. Gotcha. But it's not a good, <clears throat> it's not motivating to say like, I want to be a millionaire. Like that's, right. there's no yeah. motivation there. Like, what do you do? Do you just like sit on the money? But if you, right. it, like money can be a measurement to a goal, but it's not motivating. Fame yeah. is not motivating either. But, no. you know, having power or the ability to do certain things that you want to do in the world um, that can be motivating. Yeah. So I, that's why I think like the vision is like this unlimited kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then the, the goals that support that vision okay. are measurable. Um, that's, that's, I think that's a much more motivating way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my last question for you would be so many creative people hold so many of other people's values that they feel paralyzed. They're like, if I make work, it has to solve sexism, racism, bigotry, geopolitical issues. It has to only su- support the poorest people on the planet. And it, it's like, there's all these values. Like if I'm going to make work, it has to like solve all the world's problems. And they saddle themselves with all these values, right? Because there's a lot of different values in the world, right? You can try to please everyone and meet everyone's values. Oftentimes they're so paralyzed by that that they haven't even taken the time to sit down and decide what their most important values are. Like right. what, what's my most important priorities before anyone else's. I, I think it's really easy to get caught up in that. So what kind of advice would you give to someone who is just sitting down and going to write their values and they might end up writing down everyone else's before theirs. What, what, what kind of advice would you give them? Yeah, you are. Uh... Yeah, that's super important. A lot of people do that. I mean, you just got to, 
keep in mind that it's just you're you're one person uh you're never going to make everybody happy it's not a possibility don't worry get that out of your mind that is not ever going to happen you're the one creating the work so you really just gotta you know sit put in the time and and really take some stock into yourself and uh you know figure out what it is that you want to say with your work you know for yourself um what's important to you and then, I mean, it's going to have so much more, more effect on people. More, it's going to mean more to you if it's coming from from your truth. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah there's really, always yeah. going to be people out there with opinions. Always, yeah. and you can't you can't get bogged down with that. It's 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 a waste. It's a waste of time. So so be be audacious with the vision, but be really picky about your values. Right. Um, Mike, you are. Um, you, you are one of our new coaches. Uh, you mm-hmm. just joined us as a coach, which is cool. People can book with you now at yeah. Culture Hustlers. Very excited about that. Yes. Um, what's your approach to coaching, Mike? Um, very, as you can tell, I'm pretty, uh, I mean, I'm a maniac when it comes to, to working. Um, I like, you know, I can put in a, a 18 hour day of painting easily, but with coaching and in conversation like this, I'm very kind of easygoing chill i just like it to be kind of flow naturally a conversation kind of style you know staying on topic and really going over the um you know the month's session and you know what what was in the uh the workbook and you know what what the podcasts were about for that month and, and discussing that and mostly just making sure that it how it affects you specifically and how what you learned in this past week how it's going to how it's going to um, affect your work, you know, going yeah. forward. Monica's adding in that uh, she thinks you're thoughtful, curious, and easygoing. Oh, thank that, you, that's Monica. basically what you describe about yourself. Hey, that's right. I, I think that's, <laughs> I always think when people say the same thing about you that you say about yourself, that's like, that's a good sign that you are yeah. a consistent, congruent person, you yeah. know, <laughs> like yeah. everyone's saying like different things about you and you're right. saying different things. Right. It's like, Maybe you've been trying to people please other people, right. yes. and everyone's getting a different facet of you instead mm-hmm. of like the real authentic yeah, you. Like, so who the hell is this? That's a, I mean, that's a damn good sign that you are authentic yeah. and congruent. If yes. people are saying the same things about you, um, very cool. Well, Mike, uh, I know you're going to join us in a huddle in a half hour, um, yep. and uh, so I'll, I'll let you you go to get prepared for that. I want to tell everyone what a huddle is, so. Huddles at Culture Hustlers is when we present one part of our business model. We'll be presenting our vision statements tonight. And Mike is going to be there in the huddle to give feedback on that. Um, so I'm very excited about that. If anybody wants to attend that, all you have to do, you can sign up for the community membership on Culture Hustlers. Um, it's, a, it's a monthly membership, but the first week is free. So if you just want to check out tonight's event, it's there. Uh, you can just sign up for a trial there. And uh, I want to give a little bit of an outro. Uh, If you enjoyed this conversation, um, then you've got all these other conversations that we've been recording and uploading on Instagram live, but they're also available as a podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, all of that. Um, I want to thank Mike, our guest tonight. Uh, You can find him where? Find me at grimdrops.com, uh, grimdrops Instagram, grimdrops on Facebook, G R I M D R O P S, everywhere. Check it out. Nice. Uh, I also want to thank our producer, Ron Lines, and I want to thank Otis McDonald for our theme song. This is Lucas Spivey wishing you lots of love, 
And just remember, if you really want to make a living while making art, you just have to learn how to make a damn difference in the world. So thanks for joining us, Mike. Peace Thank out, you. everybody. Bye.